Running is not meant to be stressful, and it doesn't have to be complicated. It's meant to bring us joy, clarity, and confidence. That's why I'm on a mission to teach you how I keep running simple and help you find your inner grit. Let's put an end to the idea that running is just one more weight loss strategy, because the truth is, running can actually be your ticket to a happier, more fulfilled life. By the way, this misconception that running is only meant for certain people, that the ability to run is something you either have or you don't, well, this just isn't true. Running has nothing to do with ability and everything to do with confidence. So follow me while I show you how to run your happy life. Welcome back to the Run Your Happy Life podcast. I'm Tina Reppa, and today we are talking about making sure you are carving out some time for yourself in your week and how important it is. So thanks for hanging out with me today, you guys. I know that you could be anywhere, but you decided to hang out with me, whether it's because you're on a run, you're looking for some motivation, some inspiration, you're cleaning your house, you're on a drive, whatever it is, I'm so glad that you are here hanging out with me. So I have to tell you guys, in the last podcast episode, I talked a little bit about how we have to be ready to handle the ebbs and flows of life. We have to be ready to change up our running routines if needed to fit our current season of life. And today I just want to share a little bit about what to do if you find yourself sidelined for any number of reasons. So first, let's talk about some of the reasons that you might feel you might become sidelined as a runner, maybe someone who's taking on a new workout routine and something happens. Perhaps it's um, an injury. Perhaps it's um, a certain level of soreness from setting and meeting new goals that maybe uh, your body was like, what, what are we doing? And it needs a little bit of rest. Maybe you have some sick family members that you are taking care of. Maybe you are sick yourself. Maybe it's because you got burned out by doing too much and you just decided that you needed a break from a couple of things in your life that week or that month, and that's okay. You have to give yourself grace to do that. Um, Here's the thing I wanna share with you though. If you find yourself sidelined from any one of those reasons, or maybe even more that I didn't mention, it is so important that you continue to keep that time that you have slotted for yourself open and dedicated to you. And so when I have runners who reach out to me, I've had several who've reached out to me over the past couple of weeks, and I'll tell you some of their reasons. Um, I have two runners who are wedding planning. They're about to get married in a couple of weeks. So they're feeling that the pressure is on and there's so much going on that adding an additional running plan to their schedule has added some additional stress. I have um, a runner who's had a former injury um, kind of start peeking back through and causing a little bit of discomfort and halting some of the runs that were possible that were on the schedule to be done. Um, I do have another runner who, again, this is a previous injury. There was once a, a broken foot and part of that foot has the part that was broken has begun to kind of rear its ugly head and start agitating and causing some discomfort further on in their runs. And so they're getting that checked out by the doctor. Um, I've had runners who have been in the middle of buying a house 
and that has kind of taken over their life and their world for a couple of weeks and all of those things are totally normal and they're going to happen um we just have to know that if we spent all of that time in the beginning of our training and for the runners who are, have been running with me but i'm talking back into the challenge back into the prep when we you know we we put our flag in the dirt and we said i declare these three times a week as my time to run you want to make sure that the best thing that you can do for yourself is to continue to keep that flag in the ground and show up for yourself during those times and so when the runners for instance who reached out to me about getting married izzy and jason and said to me you know i don't know if we can do this can i just i just need to i just need to take a break i just need to take a break because of a wedding coming up and i said well absolutely like you know i totally get that you're very overwhelmed but here's the thing if there's a way that we can change up your plan, if there's a way that we can adjust what you're doing that makes it fit into your life, but also allows you to keep that routine, that's what we need to do. So I worked with them a little bit about finding something that would work with them. Like, so instead of showing up, we moved them down to the 5K training plan, but instead of showing up for two mile runs three times a week, I said, why don't we move this to two times a week and let's do one mile each time. So I said, I want you to continue to show up for yourself in these three time slots. And two of them, you're going to just show up for one mile and you're going to do that twice a week and continue your posts um, in our Facebook group. And so they said, okay, you know, we'll try that out. Because to me, there is nothing harder than if you were to be completely done and you said like, okay, uh, you know, I'm gonna quit. And then later, because it happens to everybody, and you say, okay, I wanna come back, that is right there the hardest thing to do. To come back after you have broken off from whatever it was that you were committed to, the hardest thing to do is to come back and stake that claim again. You're meeting so much resistance, right? First of all, you have so much guilt tied into the fact that you would be referring to yourself as a quitter. Now. I do not think that this is what, the way that we should think, but I'm telling you what most people go through, what most people do think, unfortunately, about themselves. And I know this because they tell me. You, So many people will say to me, Ugh, why did I ever stop? I could be running with my team who is now running a 10K or who is now running a half marathon. Why did I stop? Um, but you know, it, it does need to happen sometimes. But the way that you combat that is by filling in that space that you originally had set with something that makes you feel good about yourself. Something that still makes you feel like you're showing up for yourself, you know, in our case, because we are, we're in a, a, a group, is it allows you to still feel like part of the team. Um, and that way you don't have to climb that hill again, stake that claim and say like, okay, I'm ready to start and feel like you're starting all over again. Um, and so even if you can't run, like for my runners who had previous injuries, that are now being a little agitated with the extra mileage and need to take a break, not maybe quit, but need to, to give themselves a way to rest for a week or so, then I've told them that they need to fill that time with either hopping on a bike or doing some yoga, some sort of stretching, maybe some meditating, whatever their body needs, because that's the most important is keeping our bodies healthy so that we can do this for the long haul, but also continuing to show up and again staking that claim like this is your time like what what are you doing to show up for those three moments that you've already carved out through the week and if you can show up for your team like if you can still commit to coming into the group or if you guys are not in one of our running groups and you're listening to this and maybe you you work out with a 
um, you work out with some other people, like how can you still support them and still feel like part of the team? Now, it's not because you, you know, you can't not support your team because we all need a break sometimes. But if you want to limit the resistance that you have into getting back into something, then set yourself up for success down the road, okay? If this is something that you can't, you can't help, you have to do, you have to rest to some degree, then allow yourself to show up in all of the other ways that will lessen the resistance to starting again. So my recommendation, carve out those three times, show up in whatever way you can, and also show up for your team. Because then when it's time to come back and you feel rested, and most likely you'll be super motivated from cheering on your team, you'll be ready to just slide right back in and pick up where you left off, or even if it's a little bit before where you left, but you won't feel like you know you have the guilt or or the shame or whatever it is that we do to ourselves to make ourselves feel like you know we were failing because it seems to be our default i don't know our mind's way of protecting us i guess um but i will also tell you that one of the biggest ways that you can motivate yourself is by showing up for other people and i know that's, i know that that sounds crazy but the minute you start feeling like you need some extra motivation or you need some additional support or you're just not able to you know, do the things that you used to be able to do or you're not showing up for yourself in the same way, one of the quickest ways to get back in the groove is to show up for those around you and to cheer them on. And it will inadvertently make you feel so good to lift somebody else up. And when we feel good, we treat ourselves better. When we treat ourselves better, we do better and we do more to take care of ourselves and to feel happy. I promise. And if you guys, if you think about this, if you think about a time when you were feeling crappy about yourself, from whatever negative self-talk you had going on, in those times when you felt crappy about yourself, what is the first thing you want to do? You want to go and lay down and hide and eat terrible food if you're me. That's what you want to do. From all of that negative self-talk, right? From whatever it is, like you're not a good enough mom, you're not a good enough um, school counselor, you're not a good enough whatever it is. Those moments when I have those conversations with myself, I want to hide and I want to like take myself away from what I know will ultimately motivate me. I just kind of want to have a pity party, right? And so when I'm feeling good about myself, right, when I have had a lot of positive self-talk and I'm feeling on top of the world because I've been good to myself and kind to myself and I've taken care of myself, I, I want to do more. I want to go out for a run. I want to eat better. I want to be in the sunshine, all of those things. And so... The way to combat is it's not easy to do. It's not easy to do. But when you start finding yourself going into that place where you kind of want to hide or you kind of want to just, you know, seclude yourself or you want to pull away because you're, you're having a lot of negative self-talk, instead, I encourage you to, even though it doesn't feel like it's what you want to do, show up for somebody else. I'm not even telling you you have to go run or you have to go work out when you feel that those feelings coming on. I'm telling you just show up for someone else. Send someone a text message. If you're in one of our groups and you're listening to this, send somebody a direct message on Facebook and tell them, you know, they're doing great. Go into the group and comment on some of the posts. Lift somebody up and it's going to help to get you out of that spot of feeling negative because when we lift others up, we inadvertently lift ourselves up and we feel really, really good. And I think the quote is, we rise by lifting others. And it couldn't be more true, you guys. 
And so the best thing that you can do is to put yourself out there, show up, go to a live, go to, go to a group, send some messages, and watch how good you feel from doing something like that. If you find that you need to take a break from you know, the running groups or, or you know, your workout team, whatever it is, if you are with a group of people, then, then find another way to reach out to people and offer some help and support. Maybe it's a family member, maybe it's a neighbor. Find a way to help somebody else and it will help you. I promise. It doesn't feel like it. I know that you just want to crawl in the bed and put the covers over your head, but it is, it's not going to help you that way. It's just harder and harder to get out of that spot. So, so basically, you know, when we see ourselves, because we have warning signs, and to be honest, if I'm being fully, if I'm disclosing fully with you guys on the podcast today, I have been in this place for the past couple of days. So I'm currently on spring break. I know I mentioned it in my last podcast episode. I have been eating terribly, so I haven't been, I don't feel good from the way I've been fueling my body. Um, I had a a 20 mile long run on Sunday, which ended up going really well. It was hard, but it went really well. And Mike and I laughed a lot during that run together. So I feel like we connected in that way. Um, I I just, I, I don't know if it's from the higher mileage, but I have three runs to do this week. It's already the end of the week and I still have two of them to get in and I'm kind of overwhelmed by that. Um, I have family coming in this weekend, which is super exciting, but I'm overwhelmed by getting everything ready for them to come. Um, I'm kind of, you know, my kids are home right now and I have some things that I've been working on for this business that I really want to get into motion and I thought, well, this week I'm going to get it done. Um, and you know, I'm feeling guilty about not spending every minute of their spring break with them and not taking them everywhere that they, you know, that I could take them. They're being really, really great. They've been playing, um, and having a good time here at home, but you know, all of the the things that come up, you guys know me enough by now that, you know, I'm constantly fighting the mom guilt situation and, um, I could easily crawl myself (laughs) into a room somewhere and just pull the covers over my head, but I'm fighting it so hard. So the first thing I did was I decided that I would record, um, I would record this podcast and I wanted to check that off the list because it was kind of something that I really felt like I needed to do. So I'm recording this. I've been working very much on, um, I mentioned in the last podcast episode, the walking program, walk it out. Um, I really wanted to make some headway with getting that ready and I have, I've got my beta testers lined up ready to start that um, program to try it out for me and give me some feedback. So I'm super excited about that. So on that front, I feel like I've, I've done an okay job with getting things moving along. Um, I told my kids that after I record this podcast, we were going to, I was going to go, we're going to go outside and we're going to do something together. And I have to let go of the, the perfectionism of having everything ready and being all the things. It's just not going, going to happen. And I have to be okay with that. And so rather than sit around and walk around and say like, oh, I don't have this done. I don't have that done. I'm going to say, you know, it's good enough and that's going to be okay. I've also scheduled a time later today with Mike. Um, I talked to him and let him know like, okay, that I'm going on my run when you're finished working at this time. So I have that scheduled. And so as much as I want to just say, forget it, like I'm done, I, I just have to show up without thinking and, and perseverating on things. I have to do the best I can. I have to be willing to accept things that are less than perfect and I need to just continue to chisel out that time for myself. I really could have combated a lot of this by on Sunday planning out when I would be doing all of these things, but if you're anything like me, I I personally meet a lot of resistance with solidifying plans because I'm always afraid that that's not the right decision for me and so I second guess everything and I know Jamie and I have talked about this a lot. 
um, because she said she can relate to this. And she it, it was funny because, you know, we talked about how even just buying a certain brand of something can take way too much brain power because we think about it too much. And that's something that I'm working on personally. But had I sat down on Sunday and said, these are the days I'm running, these are the days that I'm recording, here are the things I'm doing, um, I would have set myself up for so much more success this week. And so I did not do that. So I got myself into this place and I feel myself wanting to retract and pull back and just be like, oh, you know, nothing is going right, but I'm forcing myself to um, get out there and to serve others and to be in my group and make sure I'm commenting and checking on people and it really does lift me up. So I highly encourage you to do that as well. And know that there's nothing wrong with you if you get into that place because it's funny, so many runners will say to me when they get into a place like this, I'm just not motivated, I don't know what's wrong with me. I'm like, it's okay, we all get not motivated. I mean, honestly, more likely than not, we spend, we spend more time not motivated than really motivated to get things done. Um, I've mentioned this before and I will mention it until I you know, run out of words to be able to use that the motivation doesn't come without the action. And so if you stop showing up for yourself, the motivation will stop coming as well. But the quickest way to get that motivation back is to continue the action. And so showing up unmotivated in turn creates motivation, if that makes sense. So it's the action that creates the motivation. It is not the motivation creates the action. So we don't worry about being motivated all the time. That's not a thing. Nobody's motivated all the time. And it's nothing to worry or panic about. We just have to remind ourselves that consistency is what matters. And showing up even when we're not motivated is the habit we're trying to create of making this so habitual that it doesn't matter, motivated or not, like we're still showing up and that's what's happening in our groups and that's why we make so much progress because motivated or not, we are showing up. But I guarantee you that when you show up, that motivation starts coming back around and it helps you to plan the rest of your runs. It's kind of crazy like that. And that's with everything in life. You do not get motivated by sitting around and thinking about it like, oh, I'll be motivated to do the laundry. Never, never. <laughs> it's never coming. I'm just kidding. There might be a few sparks here or there, but chances are if you just get moving and you just pick something and start doing it, then the motivation will take over. You just need to do it. And I, I often relate this too. <laughs> This, and I don't know, maybe you guys, I know I have some moms that listen to me, probably a lot of moms that listen to me, but when it comes to doing things, taking my kids on, you know, like outings, I always dread the part of getting everybody ready. You know, the bathroom, the packing, the snacks, the getting dressed, the shoes, all of that. I always dread that part. I'm always like dragging my feet and dragging my feet, like one more cup of coffee. But once we start going, once we get out of the house, it's the most amazing experience. And I say to myself, I'm coming out sooner tomorrow. I'm doing this, next time I'm doing this, as soon as we wake up, we're gonna be heading outside because it feels so good to do. It's just that whole getting to that point that I often drag my feet on, and I've done that today, and I did it yesterday. And so um, I know that I just need to, we just need to go and stop waiting for everything to be perfect and for it to be easy and for me to say like, okay, I really wanna go, like chances are, that's not gonna happen. But I guarantee once I start moving and I set those things in motion, especially once I get out the door, it's like, oh, I don't wanna go back home because I feel so good being outside. And for me, parenting outside is where it's at. I just feel like everybody is happier when we're outside. So um, more on that later because I swear that was my survival technique during COVID when we were all on lockdown. Um, 
which I, I do kind of miss this one part of being on lockdown, you guys, which is, and not necessarily lockdown, but, you know, everybody keeping their distance, which, which was there were a lot of things that were closed that we didn't have access to. And I remember saying to Mike over and over again, like, I love that we don't have to make the decision about where we go. Like, we only had, like, three options. We had, for us, we had this parking lot where we would go and we would take our bikes and um, we would take our scooters and we would pack a lunch and we would go to the parking lot and we would spend a couple hours there with our dogs and just a huge parking lot. And, and it was so much fun being in a parking lot. We would have the trails near our house. We would go hiking and the same trails. We would be back there, but, you know, nobody's around and it was so nice. And then the other one was the beach, which was a little more challenging because you weren't allowed to be standing in one spot on the beach. So you had to be constantly moving, which was kind of crazy. But just knowing we had those three options only really was kind of nice. Because again, thinking back just to earlier in this podcast, what I was sharing, like I get some serious decision fatigue about all of those things. And and just being limited to those options, was it was really, really nice. Um, so in turn, what I have tried to do, what I've tried to create through the programs that we work through is that I take all of the thought process out of it, right? Like, you know, you don't have to analyze anything. I do ask you to think about your goals and where you want to go, how far do you want to go so that I know which path to put you on, which is the decision that we kind of make together. Um, but other than that, you know, you just tell me the goal and then I'll just tell you, well, this is how you get there. This is what your week looks like. And, you know, and we're off to the races. So, part you know you should partially be grateful that I have so much decision fatigue that I made it a priority to decide so many things for you guys in our running groups because I just don't want you to have to stress about all of those little things all of the little things because it can be exhausting so moral of the story today you guys make sure that you carve that time out for yourself make sure that that time stays carved out for you even if you need to take some sort of break or fallback week or you need to adjust what type of workouts you're doing keep that time allocated for you Um, if you find yourself secluding yourself or withdrawing then you need to climb yourself back out and even if it's not for yourself climb back out and do something for somebody else because it will lift you up if you find yourself lacking motivation remember that the motivation will not come without the action so you need to just start moving and the motivation will come You just start moving and the motivation will come. And finally, sometimes less is more. And not allowing yourself to think of all of the possible options that you have to choose from um, and just giving yourself a couple of choices to make can be the difference between being excited and ready to take on um, a new journey or an idea or just the day and um, rather than fatiguing from all of the possible options and fearing that you're going to make the wrong one. So less is more, you guys. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. If you think that someone could benefit from listening to this episode, please make sure that you share it. Subscribe if you haven't done so yet. Thank you to those who have left reviews. It really helps the algorithm to kind of put this podcast out there whenever there are reviews of the podcast and whenever there are subscriptions. So thank you guys for doing that. I I'm so excited to hang out with you again the next time you're on a run or you're cleaning or you're driving because it is part of one of the favorite parts of my day. So thank you guys for choosing me and I will see you over on Instagram at run with Tina Reppa or on my Facebook page, Tina Reppa Running. If you have any questions, if there's anything you want to hear me talk about, or if you just want to reach out and say hello, please send me a DM and let's connect. 
Okay, guys, have a great rest of your day. Thanks for listening, guys. Remember, if you heard something that resonated with you or something you think someone else needs to hear, make sure you share this episode. You can carry on the conversation by joining the Run Your Happy Life Facebook group or by following me on Instagram at runwithtinareppa. Send me a DM and let me know what you'd like to hear more about. I'm on a mission to turn non-runners into runners and doubters into believers. So if this is you, be sure to subscribe to the podcast. Until next time, go get uncomfortable and chase that sunshine.